From the KLIN Sports Desk, powered by Husker Max, here's Sports Director Caleb Henry. 629 in Lincoln, Nebraska baseball's Bryce Matthews has been named to the Brooks Wallace Award watch list. The award honors the nation's top shortstop and will be presented by the College Baseball Foundation later this year. Matthews is hitting 409 with nine doubles, two triples, 13 home runs, 53 RBI, and 41 runs scored this season. Nebraska softball's Wednesday tilt with Creighton was canceled due to the forecasted storms. The games will not be rescheduled. Two days out from the red-white spring game, and we've got a rundown of what the day's festivities will look like. Fans can take part in the Unity Walk on the East Stadium Plaza shortly after 10. 30. An autograph zone featuring some Nebraska volleyball players will be in that same area until noon. And the Husker Nation Pavilion will be staged on Stadium Drive. And of course, the unveiling of the updated Herbie Husker will be just before kickoff, while former Husker and head coach Frank Solich will be recognized at halftime. Grizzlies, Bucks, and Nuggets all notched wins in their NBA playoff games. Hurricanes, Panthers, Stars, and Oilers did the same in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Wednesday, Major League Baseball winners include Rays, Guardians, Giants, Cardinals, Phillies, Rangers, Mets, Pirates, Cubs, Brewers, Padres, Yankees, Orioles, Twins, and Astros. I'm Caleb Henry. That's your KLIN Sports. All right, thank you very much, Caleb. Coming up, we've got a check of news after that. Uh, all the things going on in the country, the world, we've got your sound off as well. That is all next. You're listening to Lincoln's News and Talk, 1499.3 KLIN. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The reports of people trapped in tornado-damaged homes in Oklahoma. At least two people are killed in the town of Cole. Becca Ingram manages a pizza place in Shawnee, Oklahoma, and led people into a walk-in freezer. People were starting to get a little frantic, and I was like, it's okay, calm down. There's three feet of concrete. We're good. This is the safest place to be on the block. Those storms also hit Kansas and Iowa. A vote's expected next week on a House Republican bill to raise the nation's debt ceiling. House Speaker McCarthy says his bill would simultaneously cut federal spending. Would responsibly raise the debt limit into next year and provide more than $4.5 trillion in savings. The White House today issuing a statement blaming so-called extreme MAGA Republicans withholding the American economy hostage and playing economic brinksmanship. Fox's Jack Callahan in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Yes, it is. Sound Off time. Got a lot to get to here today, but uh, one quick reminder. Tomorrow's Request Line Friday. Check it. 
That is your chance to request a song and have us play it for you like you used to with the old school radio stations and DJs. We take that role for you on Fridays, and we are going to display our depth of variety tomorrow. Uh, no restrictions, anything that you want to hear, as long as it can be played on the radio, we will play for you. So now is the time to text in the songs that you want to request and start to queue up for Friday. We'll get those going. Text them into the Rickstein Recognition text line at 402-479-1400. And then just one more reminder, all during the month of April on Fridays, request line Fridays, we're going to be giving away free Da Vinci's uh, in honor of their 45th anniversary in Lincoln, and we will give you a keyword at the beginning of the day. If you want to wait to make your request until Friday, you can do that and include it there, or you can just do it under separate cover. That is your choice. I would get your song in earlier and then still text in the keyword on Friday when we tell that to you and win yourself some pizza, pasta, hoagies, whatever you want from Da Vinci's. All right, with that all said, it is time to jump into the sound off. We got a new entrant into the 2024 presidential race. Yes. We've been adding them a little bit here recently, but maybe not on the side you would expect. We got a Democrat joining the race. Who is it? Oh, I think you know the name. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is challenging President Biden to be the Democratic nominee in next year's presidential election. I've come here today to announce my candidacy for the Democratic nomination for President of the United States. Making that announcement today in Boston. RFK Jr. is the son of Bobby Kennedy and the nephew of former President John F. Kennedy. He is known for his anti-vaccine views and in 2017 was named by former President Trump to chair a presidential commission on vaccine safety. He's not the only Democrat looking to challenge the sitting president. Self-help author Marianne Williamson has already announced her candidacy. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Now, if you are wondering... If you hadn't heard him speak before, and I hadn't, uh, he actually has a voice condition. Uh-huh. He didn't have a cold. It's called spasmodic dysphonia. It's a specific form of involuntary movement disorder called dystonia that affects only the voice box. And so uh, that that changes. The person's voice muscles contract involuntarily, so they've got a bit of a, a distorted voice, if you're wondering about that. So... Uh, he joins the race. Um, assuming Biden is running, I'm not really sure how he makes any inroads whatsoever. But yeah. nonetheless, nonetheless, here we are. Same with Marianne Williamson. But uh, interesting stuff there. And the field continues to grow bigger for the 2024 race. Who could who could legitimately within the Democratic Party, if Biden's running, which we're assuming he is. Who's a realistic challenge to none? None of them are. Yeah, there's no. I mean, it's and, and the, I mean that's just the fact of the matter. When you've got a, when you've got an incumbent from right. a party, is there? Uh, I mean, it, the if you, I mean, I guess the next, the next up most likely is Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris. Yeah. I guess. But there was B- all that. Buttigieg, po- I guess. There I was know. all the polling that a majority of Democrats didn't want. Biden right, to run but, again, but then it be, but then it was, if it was if Biden does, versus, then they would vote for it's him. It's not like there's going to be en mass voting. You no. Know, which has happened every time that yeah. there's an incumbent president, basically. There's not, there's very rarely, at least in my lifetime, there's, there's very rarely a real serious challenge from 
from the outside of the party. I mean, look at Trump in, you know, same thing in, in yeah. 2020. So, uh, all right. Other things going on. So they had a hearing yesterday about UFOs. Ooh. Okay. What are we finding out? Do we get to... Now, maybe you heard Elon Musk tell... <laughs> did you see this? Elon, Elon Musk said in his uh, interview with Tucker Carlson, he said, if anybody would know if there are aliens, it would be me, and I would tweet it out if there were aliens. Is Elon and Musk an alien? He has not done that, and so obviously no aliens, but nonetheless, they still went ahead and had this hearing for some reason. It was just the second hearing of its kind in more than 50 years. Lawmakers discussing UFOs, also known as Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, or UAPs, spanning from Chinese spy balloons to the unexplained. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who heads the Pentagon's recently created UAP office, was pressed on the known threats. Testimony regarding the capabilities of American adversaries was eye-opening. China in particular are on par or ahead of us in some areas. The adversary is not waiting. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, who helped create the Pentagon office, wants faster results from Kirkpatrick. You know what I would start to do if I were looking to learn more about, you know, UFOs, whether they're China or whether they're, you know, from aliens in outer space go find the ones that crashed in the yukon okay yeah why are we just ignoring i'm never gonna get over this caleb (laughs) i don't know i don't think that i'm ever gonna get over the fact that they just said "Eh, we don't know what it was but we can't really find it so is that not that is i hate i'm not trying to be a wacko conspiracy theorist here and i don't know if there's an update that i missed on that whole thing that's still so bizarre There was one in Lake Huron. There was one in Alaska, I think. There was one in the Yukon in Canada. Was there a fourth one, too? I kind of thought. And these weren't the Chinese spy balloons that got shot down. uh, But, or they were, at least if they were, they were different. They looked different visually than those. I don't know. Whatever happened with those things? No, there haven't been any updates, really. Why? Is that not? Am I the only one in America that thinks that's a little weird? Maybe. It's fine. That's fine. I'll just go, you know, stand on the stand on the corner with a sign wearing my tinfoil hat. <laughs> the end is near. Saying go find go find the crashed UFOs. Uh all right. You know, I've given you so many creepy, scary AI stories basically every day for the last couple of weeks. I thought it was time to give you a good one. Right? Along with the giant robot Armageddon that is going to happen eventually with us. There's probably going to be some good things from AI okay. along the way. And one of them is cancer treatment is going to improve a lot as they continue to develop oh. AI, uh, just things they can do with AI. AI versus cancer, a breakthrough being reported by the Dean of Artificial Intelligence and Human Health at New York's Mount Sinai Hospital. Dr. Thomas Fuchs says artificial intelligence is helping doctors diagnose cancer more accurately at much faster rates at lower costs than possible before. Their study shows 16 pathologists were asked to review slide images for cancer diagnosis when they had the pathology artificial intelligence guidance engine assist them, Page AI. Diagnostic errors were reduced 70%. Fuchs says Page AI allows pathologists to be not only faster and more accurate, but also gives them peace of mind that they truly found every little bit of cancer. Page AI, FDA approved for prostate cancer. Therese Crowley, Fox News. 
the, the end of that sounded that like was a, weird. The end was of that a commercial. She made like an ad at the end. By the way, if you talk can, to your pharmacist, if you can do anything, if it's longer than four hours, um, if you can do anything in medicine and reduce errors by seventy percent, that seems yeah. like you're on the right track for using That's something, right? Yeah. Can we can we make the AI confuse the AI and make them develop us into super robot fighting? machines so i think that's part of it here right like the, what, what is there going to be ai on our side too the ai is the ai wants a fair fight the, okay. the ai wants us at full strength okay before the revolution okay i think that that's all this comes down to all right i just uh, you know maybe we could use them maybe they're going to be some secret ai agents on our side or something double agents those sorts of things oh an ai <laughs> mole if you will uh, if you are uh, thinking about taking a flight for a summer vacation, maybe you're using the cheap, new cheap Lincoln ones, that'll be good. But if you're not, you're probably playing, paying out the nose to get to Uh-oh. where you want to go. Well, you want to go L.A. to Boston, right? The increase in price this year compared to last year is about 16%, which overall isn't that bad. A lot of them are up even more than that. I mean, another example... Uh, that we have is New York to Dallas, where the fare now on round trip tickets up over 500 at 509 dollars. And you know, United Airlines executives were today saying at a conference call, a lot of this is simply just high demand that's expected to stay high. Other factors: the pilot shortage, delays at aircraft deliveries. Plus, some analysts are now saying that airlines are starting to pass along costs associated with going green. But whatever the reason, it just adds to the level of frustration. Oh man. I know. I listen. This is part of the reason why I was so excited when Lincoln got those flights. Is like it doesn't even feel like there's an option, especially if you're taking if you want to go on a trip with a family of three or four or five. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it is a major, major, major investment. Yeah. If you would ever want to say go down to Disney World or something like that on a on a big trip, and so that's a huge reason why I think that the the new Lincoln Airport. Um, the new Lincoln Airport flights really open that possibility up. And again, mm-hmm. like the the feature is the cheap price. The bug is that you you don't have a lot of flexibility in terms of time and date yeah. and those sorts of things. But again, I think that's a fair trade if you're paying $49, $59 for one-way tickets plus maybe then a carry-on fee or something, right. something like that. Because let's say there, there's one of them that... With the local one here with Redway, you've got to leave on a Monday evening to go to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, normally you would have wanted to leave Tuesday morning so that right. you didn't have to pay for that one night of hotel. Well, guess what? You've saved enough that that extra that one extra night of hotel. Oh yeah. Like you, you're more than okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. It, and that that I think is going to be one of the biggest advantages of what what Lincoln Airport has for us now and the options to go places. For solely personal reasons, I'm asking you and myself to use those flights so we get to keep them. Yes. Because I just think they're really significant. If people it's use, just a great quality of life option. If people use them and say, I have no use for them this year, but you get to next summer, and it's like, okay, well, we've got these, and we've actually added these two other destinations into the rotation. Yeah. It's like, okay, we've got the options to go do things. And I, I remember... Was it earlier this week or, or late last week? They'd said there was already over 200 tickets booked. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's good. 
That's good news. Uh, Network password sharing update. They've been dragging their feet on this thing, and you keep kind of wondering exactly when it's going to roll out and what it's going to look like. Well, we're getting a lot closer. The crackdown is coming. Netflix wants to stop subscribers from sharing their passwords, at least for free. It had hoped to roll out a system in the U.S. to make that happen by March. But the streaming giant told investors this week it has a good reason for missing that target. Netflix says it's been testing account sharing systems in other countries and now feels it can launch a new and improved method in the U.S. sometime in the second quarter. So by the end of June, American subscribers may have to pay if they want to share. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. All right, so if you're sharing a password now, if you are the uh, non-account holder, you better dig in for the next six weeks. It's time to find whatever it is that you haven't watched and get it in there, because by the end of June, maybe out of luck. If it really works this way, they yeah. there's got to be workarounds, doesn't there? Like, there's got to be workarounds. I don't I kind of think, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see, but I have my doubts that it's going to be that foolproof. Uh, and then uh, Amazon making a deal with Fox Television as well for TV on your Alexa or something like that. Uh, how's, how's this work? Now your Alexa device will be able to play local news content from Fox TV stations. FTS will provide 17 24-7 local free ad-supported television channels, one from each market covered by the Fox television stations through the Amazon News app on Fire TV and Alexa on Echo Show devices. In addition to live content, FTS is also distributing local news video on-demand clips. The move is an expansion of a March 2000 2022 deal that moved live now from Fox and Fox Soul Fast channels onto Amazon devices and was further expanded with five news stations in December. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's going to be all that useful. So if I've got a, if I want to watch a, a game that's on? Well, no, but it's, it, it, it sounds it, it, like it's, it's just 24 really, really hour news content on a loop. Is that what it is? Don't care. It's. I think I think not that interesting. No offense, but I think radio is probably a, a better way to better way to get the updated actual news. Well, yeah, because you can hear it while you're going live. about your business. Yeah. yeah, which is also available on your on your Alexa and your smart devices. It Just is? ask it to play KLIN. You can do that. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, let's see. Should we finish? Ah, uh, we'll finish with this one here today. It is four twenty. After all, you know what that means. Uh, and here's the problem, though, with 420. All of these marijuana farmers, growers, people who are harvesting hemp, uh, have gotten to the point where there is so much, there's so much quantity of supply right now that they're having a hard time making ends meet. Uh, the United States, especially in the Western United States, is so flush with supply of marijuana. It's kind of hard to make ends meet right now if you're a marijuana farmer. Legal marijuana growers on the West Coast are struggling with oversupply, low prices, and limited markets for selling their product. They're hoping the Biden administration might clear the way for trade among states that have legalized the drug. There is vast supply, but any surplus remains officially trapped within each state's borders due to the federal ban on marijuana. Oregon's top cannabis regulator recently warned of an existential crisis in the industry. But few expect a fractured Congress to help out anytime soon. Tom Brigotti, 
Fox News. Didn't uh, Biden did say that he wanted to change the scheduling or whatever it is of the federal classification of marijuana, but mm-hmm. like like he said politically, that's probably a non-starter here at this point. Still, so you're gonna yeah. have this weird system where federal government says this is where it is, yet there are still more and more states that are legalizing it all the time, including what Missouri a few months ago. Yeah. As well, border state here. All right, six fifty-four. That's it for your morning. Excuse me. That's it for your sound off. We're going to grab a break right now. Talk to Matt from the Capital Humane Society right after this. You're listening to LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. When you, it's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK today. Uh, yes, it is. Matt Matt Char from Capital Humane Society joins us right now. He's going to tell us about uh, a couple of the many pets available for you to adopt right now. Morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Good. How about yourself? Good. What do we got this week? So first we have Ted. So Ted's about 10 months old. He's a lab mix, neutered male, black and white in color and weighs about 66 pounds. So he'll probably get a little bit bigger, fill out a little bit, but came in as a lost dog. Unfortunately, nobody came looking for him. But uh, he's a little bit nervous at first, but if you got some toys, he definitely likes to chase them and go after them. Although he does need a little work on uh, bringing them back to you because he likes to play the game of uh, keep away. So yeah. uh, a little got, work needed there. I got a dog that likes to do that too. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, what else we got? Then we got Slugger. So Slugger is about one to two years old. She's a domestic long hair, brown, black tabby. Spade female weighs about nine pounds. She also came in as a lost cat and wasn't claimed, but very confident cat, very independent cat. She's got a big old fluffy tail, so she's looking for a, a home that she can claim as her own kingdom. And, uh, you know, she'll definitely uh, probably want some lap time, but also want plenty of uh, time to herself as well. All right. Very good. Uh, we encourage you to make adoptions. If you're thinking about a pet at the Capital Humane Society, you can check them out online, how to make adoptions. Hey, thanks so much, Matt. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one. There you go. It is 7 o'clock on KLIN Lincoln. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, time to give away some tickets on Ticket Thursday. Lie Detector is back. It's been a couple of months, two, three months. I think this is the first time in 2023 maybe we've done Lie Detector. I don't know if that's true or not. Could be a lie. That's how it works. Today's lie detector, I mean, it all comes together. We had no choice but what to do for a topic on lie detector today. 
as I said, uh, maybe for a lot of you and me, we are either have just passed or about to have opening day for mowing the lawn. We're sending you out to a baseball with a beautiful lawn, and it's 4:20. So we are going to know. We are going to ask you if you can identify names for species of grass. I don't know if species is quite the right word. There. Varieties, varietals. No, I don't think strains. Not that kind. Varietals, different For, kinds of grass. I, I would call them varieties. Varieties of grass. And now, I don't mean to brag, but I used to be the grass seed guy over at Campbell's Nurseries on Fortieth Street. Not that kind of uh, this kind of grass. No, it was no. It really was the. Gra- I mean, it was seed grass. It was, this was, I used to fill up. you're talking about real grass. Yeah, I was the, yes, I would, that's the only kind of grass guy I've ever been. I I (laughs) filled up, I filled up the bags of the grass seed. Uh, That was like my job as a teenager. It was the thing I did. I would make sure all the different varieties were filled up. So I've kind of been well-versed in this stuff. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to give you three names. I thought you were talking about the other grass, the 420 grass. Well, this is the one-year anniversary of then-Governor Pete Ricketts talking about how it's nothing new. He remembers from his days of going to concerts (laughs) of there being the smell of that particular grass, and especially at Snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) And then he also had to clarify not personal experience. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, Anybody anybody need some Cheetos, by the way? Good night. (laughs) All right. uh, So I'm going to read you three uh, names, two of which are actual lawn grass. Well, not necessarily lawn. They could be wild grass varieties, but they're grass varieties. One is something else completely different than that. If you get three in a row, you win, and uh, you can even have Mark help you out if you need it. All right. Charlie, good morning, Charlie. You're the uh, first contestant today. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, Jack. How good. are you? Good. Uh, very good. Have you mowed your lawn yet this year? <laughs> no. No, it's not long enough. Yeah, I know. I think I'm getting there with the rain last night. I think I'm getting close, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, you get how it works. I'm going to give you three names. Two are actual grasses. One is something else. Ready? Ready. Centipede, Golden Princess, or St. Augustine. Centipede, Golden Princess, or St. Augustine. Which one is fake? St. Augustine. Is St. Augustine the fake one? No, it actually isn't. I'm sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. (laughs) Get it? Uh, All right. That's how it works, except you're supposed to win. All right, (laughs) 402-479-1400. That opens up another line. And you, I will let Mark converse with you. Well, I will. You know, those are the rules. We do let Mark converse and try and work through it if you need it. All right. Lori is next. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. Lori, do you know your grass? I think. I like to think I do. <laughs> That's good. All right. Let's see if you do. All right. Three, uh, three of these, two of them are actual grass varieties. One is not. Corona Australis, Purple Fountain, or Zebra? Corona Australis, Purple Fountain, or zebra, which is the fake Corona Australia. That's correct. That is actually just a galaxy. That is a galaxy, <laughs> like stars. All right, here we go again. Uh, Zoysia, little blue stem, or Tennessee oh, tall. Well, that's that's easy. Zoysia, <laughs> little blue stem, or Tennessee tall. I think little blue stem is a. 
Ooh, not Luda Blue Blue Stem. I'm sorry, Lori. That's actually a real yes, one. Yes, it is. It's a real one. All right, they should ask Mark. All right, Charlie's going again on this thing. All right, Charlie, let's see if we can turn this around here. All right. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. Uh, Bahia grass. That's probably real. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo or angel hair. Bahia grass, buffalo, or angel hair. I think angel hair is a pasta. Yes, angel hair is a pasta. Correct. That's one. That is one. All right, next one. Purple Kush, Mexican Feather, or Seashore Papsalum? Purple Kush, Mexican Feather, or Seashore Papsalum? And if, if you you can't have Mark help you out if you need it. I can? Yeah, you can. You're, you, yeah, that's an option. Okay, well, I'm going to have him help me out well, on this. I, one. I, I can get you down to 50-50. Purple Kush is a weed. It's not a grass. I remember that from the... Oh. The, the uh, all of the stuff that uh, that I remember doing with uh, ag chem companies, purple okay, Kush is well, a weed. Now I don't know if he's calling that a grass, but that I know that's uh, a weed. Well, I was going to pick a purple Kush because I think that's another kind of four twenty <laughs> weed. <laughs> you want to go with I that? Do. You want to go yeah, with I'm that? Going with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're correct, Charlie. You actually are right on this. Uh, that is right. That is uh, that is a type of uh, that is a type of marijuana, uh, Mexican feather seashore papsalum real. All right, last one. All right, if you get this, you win the tickets to Nebraska baseball. Blue oat, Dakota skipper, or feather reed. Blue oat, Dakota skipper, or feather reed. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I have I'm no sure, a, I'm pretty sure blue, blue oat, I'm pretty sure, is a grass. Okay. Well, okay, and the other two are da- what? Da- Dakota Skipper, mm-hmm. Feather Reed. Da- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Feather Reed. You think that's the fake one? I think it is. No, it is not the fake one. I am sorry. <laughs> Crap. 402-479-1400. In case you didn't think I was cheering for him, my reaction should say it all. 402-479-1400. If somebody else wants to give this a shot, we were very close there. And I'm going to be going back through some of the uh, the ones that we've done already here. 402-479-1400 to win tickets to Nebraska baseball versus South Dakota State on Wednesday. I am giving you three names. Two of them are actual varieties of grass, as in grass that might be, you know, like a native grass, uh, grass you might see in a lawn. Some of these varieties, you don't really see this part of the country, but you see other places. Uh, And then one is something other than that type of grass. So we're filling up the lines again at 402-479-1400 for you to guess and win those tickets to Nebraska baseball. All right, Mike is going to take first shot at this. All right, good morning, Mike. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, guys. How are you? Good. All right, let's try this out. Shadow Dragon, Pink Mully, or Maiden, Shadow Dragon, Pink Mully, M-U-H-L-Y, or Maiden? Which one's the Mark? fake one? I'm pretty sure Maiden is a grass. Yeah, I was sure about that, too. Yeah. Pink Mully, M-U-H-L-Y, 
or Shadow Dragon? I don't know. That first one just doesn't sound. The, the pink mully rings a bell for some reason. I think, is that a native grass somewhere? Pink mully? I don't know, but I, I'm thinking the dragon one is the wrong one. I, right. I, I would agree with you on that. All right. Is it Shadow yeah. Dragon? Yes, it is. You're correct. Wow. That is a horse that's running in this weekend's Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next group. Crown, Dichondra, or Dublin Pure? Crown, Dichondra, or Dublin Pure? I know Dichondra is a grass. Right, right. I know that, too. Crown or Dublin Pure? Uh, Crown grass, or or I guess would be said crown grass in this situation, or Dublin Pure? Right. I would say, uh, Mark, you think in Irish... I, I'm thinking, yeah, that that's made up. Yeah, so do I. Go with that. Yeah. Is it Dublin Pure? Yes, I completely just made that up because <laughs> Ireland has a lot of grass. That's right. the only reason I did it. All right, let's uh, let's finish this out. Lexington Blade, Scutch, S-C-U-T-C-H, or Bent Grass? Lexington Blade, Scutch, or Bent Grass? Bent grass is 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 a grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Lexington blade or scutch? Would he know what scutch is, Mark? Would he be? How's his mind work like that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> what do we do? What do we don't need to do a psychoanalyst on me? Just tell me which one is grass. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to lean towards. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, I I think. The, I think the fake one, I just don't know, Lexington Blade just sounds like something that he made up, you know, just make you think that there's a... And Scutch isn't? Um, well, okay. yeah, you've got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with, I'm thinking Kentucky, but all right, Mark, I'll go with you on Lexington Blade. Is it Lexington Blade? Is it- yes, you're correct. I made that up because I was trying to make you think of something that sounded like bluegrass. That is it. Yeah. I was thinking oh, Lexington, wow. Nebraska. I wasn't even oh, thinking. Oh, yeah. I was Lexington. supposed to be Kentucky. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, bluegrass, you know, state. Yeah, that's Whatever. what you know what I was thinking. I was yeah. trying to fake you out. All right. Bet, congratulations, Mike. Better you, to be lucky than smart. You are our winner. Hang tight. We're going to get your information. <laughs> Good job. All right. Here's what we missed. First one. It was either Centipede, Golden Princess, or St. Augustine. Someone guessed St. Augustine. I think it was Charlie the first time around. Isn't St. Augustine the stuff that they've got down at Augusta? No, uh, I don't know. A golf course? It might be. I'm not sure. It's a grass, though. So is Centipede Grass. Golden Princess is a cruise ship. That is a cruise ship. Uh, we got the second one right. Uh, Zoysia Little Blue Stem Tennessee Tall. The fake one is... <laughs> if it had a location in it, there's a good chance it was made up. Is general yeah. rule. Uh, Caleb made that one up. We tried to just go, okay, Ten- what What are places oh, in or associated with I remember or growing Kentucky. up... The- the Tennessee tall in the pasture, as far as I could see. There's no Colorado tall. Uh, let's see. Then the uh, Blue Oat, Dakota Skipper, and Feather Reed. <laughs> Caleb got him on this one, too. Disco- Dakota Skipper is what, Caleb? It's a uh, butterfly uh, larva. There's a, uh, it's called a Dis- Dakota Skipper? Yep. His name? Okay. Whatever. Uh, then Shadow Dragon was the fake one. Pink Mully and Maiden were right. Uh, Crown, Dicondra, Dublin Pure was the fake one. And then, yeah, then Lexington Blade. That's all of them that we did. So there you go. Now you know your grass of various varieties.
I never did. I never did fescue. I never did Kentucky bluegrass. I didn't do any of the easy ones, nutgrass, any of that crap. But anyway, there you go. Uh, enjoy the baseball game. We'll be giving away something else next week. That's right. Find the tickets to the best shows, events, games, plays, concerts, whatever it is. We find it. Oh, I don't know we do that many plays, but I guess we give you lead center tickets. We'll do it again next Thursday. So I'll be listening for your chance to win with another game on Ticket Thursday. 49 degrees in the capital city. We will take a break. And we've got sports next on Lincoln's News and Talk 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, it's time to get it going with the morning drive. So without any further ado, let's get it started today with... Number five. LB-77, also known as Constitutional Carry, passed the unicameral yesterday. 33 to 14 was the vote in the last round of debate. It now goes to the governor for his signature vote, generally along party lines. Omaha Senators Justin Wayne and Terrell McKinney, who voiced a degree of support for the bill, did not vote on it. Uh, uh, Lincoln Police Chief uh, sent a message out yesterday saying she was disappointed in the decision because the most important factor in making the decision should be public safety and the men and women who serve the community. Yeah, you know, they, this has been unsuccessful in previous years, and they did enough to adjust the bill from last year to this year to at least get some of some of the law enforcement groups, unions, um, to go neutral on the bill instead of opposing it. I think that helped them get a few more votes in the legislature to get this passed. But as you said, uh, the police chief in, in Lincoln, the police chief in Omaha, the mayor in Omaha, um, I assume the mayor in Lincoln as well, still all held opposition to this. But it will go forward. And what does it what does it mean exactly? Well, I mean, it's uh, fair, fairly simple at this point. You will have uh, the ability to uh, to have a concealed carry without going through passing the criminal back uh, or paying the hundred dollar fee, taking the eight to sixteen hour gun safety class. All of those things. Now, you can get a permit if you want to, but you don't have to do those things and get the permit. The permit will still be apparently available if you want to go through that process. But you don't have to to be able to do that. Um, been about six years he's been trying to do this as Senator Brewer. 2017 was when he first tried to get this and was just successful for the first time now. And there are several other states that There's do over have 20. something like this. This is like, I think we're number 26 or right. 7. Now, there was also a uh, a moment where a protester in the Capitol shouted, 
shame several times and uh, was it was uh, obviously disrupted order in the Capitol at that point. And from what I understand, have you heard this, Mark? That yes. that protester is is yep. is banned now from the Capitol. Yep, for life. Yeah, she can appeal it. Um, yeah, it was shame, shame, shame from the balcony. Um, there you go. Now it's it's banned for non-scheduled meetings. She can still schedule a meeting at the Capitol. Just there's a process you have to go through. You got to schedule that meeting. You got to call Nebraska State Patrol, um, and I believe that's for Capitol grounds as yes, well. Yes, it is. So in- not just inside the building. I mean, it's. And I don't have a problem with that necessarily. Um, you, you've got to keep order to some degree in there. You can't have people screaming out during it, so there's got to be some level of a preventative measure for that. But there is some irony in the fact that it's putting a limit on it's putting a limit that is a justified limit on her First Amendment right to be able to do that in terms of the time, place, and manner essentially of that. It's ironic because the one of the big parts of this discussion was whether or not the Second Amendment, whether or not government can put restrictions on the Second Amendment, or if it's absolute as well. And it's, you know, and and so I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that impacts the way that people think about it, but it, it is worth the discussion on how we look at these things we are granted in the Bill of Rights. Are they absolute? You exercise them whenever. However, you want without any imposition whatsoever by government, or is the government allowed to have some level of regulation of those rights? And if so, how far does that go? And that's the crux of all of these discussions, right? To to some degree. Uh, but nonetheless, this does goes forward. Uh, I expect the governor will sign it. And is this just the second bill passed by the legislature this that's, year, Mark? That's what my if count I is. Yep. I don't know if I missed one. But I don't think so. After the beer and wine thing. So, All right, moving on. Number four. 34-year-old woman was driving westbound yesterday morning about 120 65th and Holdridge. Uh, her vehicle was struck by an SUV from behind. She, as she approached 48th and Holdridge, kind of slowed down. There, the road widens there, mm-hmm. uh, hoping the vehicle would pass. Um, actually came up, started pushing her. Uh, as she got to 48th or in that area, then uh, the vehicle went around her, sideswiped the vehicle, pulled in front, and stopped, got out. So she's here thinking, what in the heck? Is, this yeah. ro- is somebody mad at me like for road rage? Did I do something here? That I didn't even realize to completely tick this person off. He comes, he starts coming toward her, and, and I'm sure she's like, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna rob me, whatever." I don't know what's next. And then, oops, sorry, mistaken identity. He apologizes. He thought it was his ex girlfriend's. He thought it was his ex girlfriend. He got up to it, saw who it was, realized it wasn't. And it's it's my understanding, Mark, from from the reporting. Is that he said he was going to pay for it, yep. but, but then left? Yeah. I mean, that's quite a that's quite a that's quite a turn in mood going from bashing someone's you think your ex girlfriend's car to apologizing and offering to pay for the damage that you just did. Yeah. Wow. I'd, I'd rather someone was just a bad driver than 
than getting up there and actually admitting, ah, I meant to do that because of who I thought you were. I feel like you want to be really sure. I mean, again. I mean, if you're going to do that, d- right, don't, yes, Number yes. one, top line, don't do it. But I feel like you have <laughs> got to be really, really sure if you're going to that level at that point. Just because, oh, it's a blue car. My, my ex-girlfriend has a blue car. That must be her. Right? Oh, man. If you see a if you see a make and model of a car, like have you, have you ever had the thing where you have somebody that you know that's driving around, and you kind of just know their car, like, but there are also cars of the same make and model and color that drive yeah. around the city as well. How confident are you? Know, like, do you know the license number of like if you saw your your wife driving yes, around? Would that. you know her license yes, number? Yes. I don't know no. her license number, but I know there's duct tape on the window, so that's kind of my identifier. <laughs> or something else like that. <laughs> and I can always, always, every single time, know the driver of a white Toyota Highlander <laughs> by the uh, the way he's uh, leaning over with I, to I, the right with his elbow down on the. I thought you were going to say that's that's one thing. Yes, I thought you were going to say the damage from that the massive hailstorm. Five years ago, <laughs> on my brake light, which cost way too much to get fixed, and so I am still making it street legal, and I am putting the red tape over my brake light. No, I, I can I can tell you from afar by the way you sit. <laughs> I think I got that from my dad. He did the same thing yeah. with the lean. I lean so hard to the right when I drive that my console, basically all of the the faux leather has worn off the whole yep. thing cuz from my elbow digging into it's it. It's sort of like your chair. Overall the yeah, in the studio. So I'm doing it again. I got yeah. my foot up and I <laughs> yep, I wear things yep. down. Uh, by the way, Daryl Stokebrand was the guy that did this. He's uh, been booked into LPD caught him not long after terroristic threats, use of a deadly weapon, committed a felony and attempted second degree assault. I want to know if he ever pays her back. That's what I want to know. If he does get it fixed. <laughs> we'll see. Moving on. Number three. Two days away from the red-white spring game. Some of the details about what's going on. The team uh, will take part in the regular unity walk on, uh, towards the East Stadium Plaza. That'll happen what, shortly after 10.30 or so. And then Herbie Husker is going to be uh, unveiled at some point. Yeah, right before kickoff for Herbie Husker. Okay. Then, then uh, Frank Solich recognized at halftime. Uh, on top of, you've also got the... Uh, Four players from the volleyball team, including who just wrapped up her career, Nicklin Hames. They're going to be signing autographs east of the stadium. Cool. You've got you've got a lot of the regular game day stuff is going to be going on outside of the stadium. So, how do you think they're going? Do you think they're going to drop the new Herbie Husker in, parachute in from a plane? Uh, are we going to have him walk in on the tunnel wall? I think it's tunnel wall. We're going to rappel down the side of the stadium. What are we going to do with him exactly? I'm thinking, I'm got to make it big. I'm thinking he's busting the doors open at the end of the tunnel walk. Okay. Yeah, that probably sounds sounds about right. And then the other question is, uh, uh, the, what is the Solich presentation going to look like? Is he going to talk? Is he going to talk briefly? Is he going to have some things to say live? Is he? Are they going to give him like remarks that he made on a video? How are they going to do that? I'm I'm very curious about that because he's. You have to remember how sort of hesitant he is to have the spotlight. Yeah, he's he's a very reserved individual. Um, now, I do think there's going to be there's absolutely going to be a video. You know, there there has to be. Yes, a hundred percent. Like you just you have enough video of right. coaching and him, playing, him playing, 
him as an assistant coach, him as a head coach. Like there are just enough things that you can put together a really good highlight reel. Not just with Nebraska. I'm sure something is going to be included from. He's the winningest coach in MAC history, right? Because of what he did at Ohio, right? So I think honoring a little bit of that, what he did post Nebraska, comes into it. And then I do think he does talk. It's not going to be for five minutes, right? But he might talk for a minute, just. And I think it's going to be very brief. How much he appreciates Nebraska, enjoyed the decades that he was able to be part of this program, enjoyed the fans that are welcoming him back, and maybe a go big red at the end of it. Go big red and. And you shouldn't have fired me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Go big red, but not I, for you, Steve. <laughs> I don't know if that's you the, know who you are. I tend to think that won't happen. <laughs> By the way, uh, dress warmly. Yeah, uh, I am forty nine uh, with windy conditions. Yeah, the winds are going to be gusting up around uh, thirty to thirty five. Yuck! North northwest. So that's. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, kickoff is at one o'clock, Caleb. One o'clock, eleven a.m. pregame for the radio at coverage. Kickoff, forty-three degrees with a nineteen mile an hour wind out of the northwest. Just to remind me how much I love being in that media box. Maybe enjoying this one on the radio. <laughs> and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry, but I, uh, hopefully we'll hear what Frank has to say. Still, all right. Next, number two. Netflix pushing back plans to crack down on password sharing. In the U.S., uh, they actually did roll out anti-password sharing rules uh, back in February. Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. Uh, now Netflix says it's pleased with the results of its paid sharing implementation in those four countries so far. As it was in an earnings report that they issued, said uh, they're re-dating uh, it. I they're, guess. So it's just going to be pushed back a little bit. They plan to do it here in the next couple of months. I tried to figure out exactly how it's worked in these other countries from... From what I understand, is that it is going to be able to, I, don't, I assume via IP addresses, I'm not sure exactly, but if it'll be able to tell if it's coming from a device that isn't associated with the account owner's household. Now, how it does that exactly, I don't know, Mark. That That's, would have to be IP address comparison. Uh, IP address, but how do you even know if... If the IP address, how do you know the IP address is, is affiliate? Because all of the devices we have, so many of them are mobile and all of those sorts of things. So that's one question that I've got. But what happens is that if net, if anybody uses an account on a streaming device that isn't associated with the household, you'll have to enter a four-digit verification code that'll be sent to the primary email address or phone number associated with the account. Yeah, it's it's secondary. Uh... Which so it's just like two-factor authentication, but. If you're close enough with the person that you're sharing it with, don't you just text them and like, hey, email yeah. me the number that, or uh, text me the number that you yeah. just got and emailed. Anytime you get one of those numbers to your oh, phone, just, just go ahead and just forward that on over. Just forward that to me. It means I'm trying to watch your account. Yeah. Like, this is not, this is not going to be that hard to go around. Not unless they find that they're in two different, you know, locations. I mean, one in Dallas, one in Lincoln, and they happen to be watching at the same time. I guess, but they... I don't know. It's I mean, but I think I, if out of the household is out of the household and the same rules apply. Right. I think that would mark with that particular example, what if say I go on a I go on a business trip and my wife is at home, yeah. she's watching, and you're using but I want to watch, we're still using the same account. Right. And now obviously I'm in Denver and she's here in Lincoln. I don't know, Netflix. 
We'll it see. It seems real tough. Let's see if you can stop it. There'd be a lot <laughs> of there'd be a stop. lot of collusion too with the uh, like the family plans. Like if your family's all spread out, there's no way to like track. Like oh, you can't watch well, Texas and like Georgia at the that's same the thing. time. Le, le, are you using your parents' Netflix? I, yeah, account I here use in all the I use all the Matt's Netflix parents accounts. are in Chicago, so yeah. Yeah, and I have no problem. Also, too with with my Xfinity account, like I do the same thing with my mom because I can't watch Cubs games with my cable plan, so I use her cable plan, and I'm like, hey, send me the code. And yeah. she sends me the code every single time, and I watch the Cubs that way. So there's, I mean, there's, there's Why nothing that they can do, do that? about that. <laughs> well, I got at least pick a team worth watching. Hey, yeah, 2016, like baby. Never forget. <laughs> Number one. What did Point Reyes Lighthouse, French chemist Louis Pasteur, and the Grateful Dead all have in common? Well, it's uh, part of the origin story of how 420 methodically worked its way from a secret code mainstream weed lingo it is 420 uh can you give us the cliff's notes version of that mark yeah the 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 most likely version is right here credible story marin county california 1971 five students at san rafael high school would meet at 420 in the afternoon by the campus statue of chemist lewis pasteur to partake they chose that specific time extracurricular activities usually ended the group Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Knoll, Larry Schwartz, and Mark Gravich became known as the Waldos because they met at the wall. And they would say to each other, 420. And that was their code to meet and get high. And that got, that went national? Yep. At some point? Yep. Well, apparently, yeah, they talked to the LA Times about it. They wrote an article about it. They didn't reveal their origin and they were anonymous, but that then became a, a thing based on this article that was put out about this several years later and that's why this conversation always happens and there was also a reference to a bob dylan song i think oh really yeah but where they've got 12 and 35 in this what is it rainy day women yeah yep 12 and 35 and 12 times 35 is 420 all right we got it we got to get it. we got to take a break seven four selling k today with jack and friends on klin when you're thinking huskers pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Chris Lofgren. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it's time to bring on our, bring on, I should say, our very own ex- experts in the world of commercial real estate. If I can spit it all out, it's Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers, the Grow Lincoln team. Robin, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. How are you? And good morning, Dave. 
Good uh, morning. How are we doing? We uh, have Robin and Dave on Thursday mornings at this segment every day to go through some of the news that they've been able to gather, talk to their sources about, find out when it comes to what's going on, what's opening, what's closing, what's moving in the capital city. You can also hear them Saturdays at noon. More extensive show with interviews, more of the same news, type of news that you're hearing here on this, and a lot of good insight when it comes to the business community and economic development. All right, let's jump right in to the news. And Robin, we're going to start with you. We talked a little bit this actually on the show this week. Uh, the Burger King franchiser, uh, franchisee, I should say, in uh, that's got a couple of stores here and in New York, apparently is dealing with some financial troubles, bankruptcy proceedings in Utah. And so I guess these Burger Kings are closed right now. I assumed permanently. Is that the case? Well, according to the Google machine, it says temporarily. Now, could be a couple things going on here. One could be um, that they have provisions in the leases that that Burger King Corporate has the right to go in and try to find a different franchisee sure. and that they've got some time to do it. The other is they just don't want to admit that it's permanently closed. I mean, that's a possibility, too. So we shall see if they reopen as a Burger King with just a different manager the, so, operator uh, operator operator yeah, yeah. Uh, these are the burger kings at 23rd and o and uh, north 27th and superior yes Those i was headed locations. up to university place on north 48th street and i noticed that burger king had a big sign you know welcome we are open and oh really <laughs> yeah so i think they are um, using signage to communicate which ones are still open and there's quite a few yeah i was gonna say i was just trying to figure 40th out 40th remember and 40th and old Cheney is still open. 48th and You've got, Van Dorn is open. Yeah. You've got the newer one on North 84th Street. That's yep. that's still a that's still a thing. There's one on North 11th. There's one on Havelock out there, kind of by Cornhusker. Um, yeah, Old Cheney has got one as well over by Williamsburg. Right. right. Yeah. Just so, I mean, watch, yeah. There's probably the, still about like check the eight Google. Of them, right? Yeah. Check the Google and you'll be okay. All right. I was just going to say, if people have never read a franchise agreement, oh, uh, I those are fun, Dave. They are. They can be some rather thick documents. Meaning, and, meaning the, that this is why Robin brought up the point that uh, Burger King corporate may very well have the right to put in another franchisee into these locations. So you meaning the the agreement between the franchisee and the brand, essentially. Correct. That has has to be signed to be able to franchise to or, or yeah. the brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, news on bars in Southwest Lincoln. What do we have, Dave? Well, south of Southwest High School, Hawks Nest Sports Bar has petitioned for a liquor license. This is at 1245 Libra Drive. Uh, this is the former Juicy Lou slash Red Fox. Uh, location. I'm a little bit familiar with this particular uh, group. It's a group of people that have been in this business uh, for a while. So okay. So hopefully they'll a, make a success of it. The I'm people sure that are moving in, do they have other establishments in yes. Lincoln? Yes. Uh, so, some of the partners do, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, I've never... Uh, uh, interesting going with the uh, high school mascot themed name for the sports bar there huh? <laughs> right next to me. Like, I remember, man, I don't know if you guys remember this years ago, but I remember when that U stop opened up by Lincoln High, that big one that has oh, yes. the McDonald's in it. And there were 
I don't I don't remember exactly where the discussion was coming from, but there was some discussion there, like, do you really want a place that sells alcohol that close to a high school? And there were discussions about that. And I always thought that was a little odd because, you know, like at Southwest, right across right across the street there, there's a U stop there as well. Or there's some kind of a gas yeah. station right yeah, across there's a, the street there. Yeah. So I I didn't convenience know why store. that one was. We've become up acclimated, haven't we? I was yeah. at that U stop that you're referring to just a couple days ago on 21st street yeah across from lincoln high what a gold mine i mean and i was there in in the afternoon when the kids were getting out of school that place was was swarming with business i mean they are killing it there Yeah. yeah i'm sure they definitely are uh all right more bars news dave what do we have well uh outdoor seating this is this is something Robin was. Oh, Robin! Talk about. Yeah, yeah, per- perfect weather bed. for for this Corn Coast Brewing, which is at 14th and Yankee Hill Road, and Copal Mexican Restaurant, which is at 48th and Pioneers, um, applying for liquor licenses for their outdoor dining. I didn't even know Copal had an outdoor area. Is it in? No, in they're front? applying for. Oh, they're baking it. Uh, yeah, they went and put that's going to be there. One. Yeah, huh. yeah. Right. So, yeah, and of course we saw this. You know, the last two or three summers where you know they were going full stop, but there's still a few places that didn't have it. Or Corn Coast hasn't been there a really, really long time, so they're adding these one by one. Yeah, I don't know anything about Corn Coast either. About that brewery. That's a, that's a cute oh, little did. place. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Robin, uh, have you been there? I'll bet you yep. hit with, with uh, uh, Mr. Ashleman is uh, IPA guy, so <laughs> yeah. we've, we've been out there. I was going to say, he's he's kind of the beer connoisseur. connoisseur. Right. Yes. All right, Dave, more news, some corporate news. It looks like in North Lincoln. What do we have here? Yeah, uh, North 48th and Superior. Uh, technically, the address is 4131 North 48th. Gene Seek Operations. Uh, and they do DNA testing for cats and all sorts of different things and companion animal genomic testing. Uh, according to the Chamber of Commerce, they do testing services uh, for food, animals, agronomy and horticulture. And they pull, pulled a building permit for a new freezer edition. Just think about this. This is just for the freezer edition for their testing lab. Five hundred thousand dollars. My goodness. It goes, wow. That's a heck of a freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Is this going to be a situation like uh, Luke Skywalker being frozen here with your cat? It's funny where Han Solo. Sorry, Han Solo. It's funny where your mind goes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I doubt it. No. This is a. This was one of those tech park startups back in the 90s right. that you know started in one room and they grew and grew and had, you know labs and well, all that i remember stuff. they were out on cornhusker there for a while yeah they've been yeah that, they've now been, they're really been they're over near lycor now yes. they yes. they're in a building near lycor and yeah they they got they made it to the big leagues they got sold to some national or international conglomerate so yeah the, this is one of these cool. success stories here in yeah. lincoln neogen i believe is how you pronounce their corp uh, the, their parent company their parent company cool yeah. well cool local story there uh all right let's get some nonprofit news robin uh expansion for cedars yeah jason danner from cedars announced that at 66th and pioneer boulevard they plan to build carriage house 
Um, this is an expansion of their emergency shelter services. The facility is going to serve homeless teens who are pregnant and parenting. I think they're going to be doing six living units out there cool. for moms in this situation. They hope to break ground on the facility this fall. Um, and, you know, most people do kind of know about Cedars, but for those who don't know what they do, they work with children and families around Nebraska, um, especially you know, the kids that don't have a home. Folks can support Carriage House on Give to Lincoln Day. That's uh, if you like this concept. That is coming up in a month. And I know a lot of individuals and businesses are thinking, okay, maybe we should do something for Give to Lincoln Day. We can get those matching contributions and really leverage a gift. That's great. That's cool. And they've had land out there, you know, for a while, and they've been yeah. expanding a bit already and doing some renovation on the older. I mean, it's an old main building there, but they've re- renovated it and made it more useful um, for the purposes that they use it for it now and do a great job out there. Well, as you well know, they've been a, a Lincoln success story in the nonprofit area for for a long yeah. time. And that building, that's been out there for, a, you know, mm-hmm. it used I, to be out in the country, like out yep. of, way out of this. And when I was a little girl, a tiny little girl, my parents told me, that's an orphanage. That's where you go to adopt children. And I, I just pictured that if you walked in the doors, it was like a grocery store and they were just lined up in little cribs and you would go in there and pick one out. You know, I mean, you know how children are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah, we've come a long way. For, I mean, it probably was sort of like that way back in the day. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Let's get this last one in because we're a little short on time yep. here. Uh, Dave, what's our last one here? Uh, Matt Talbot, uh, Soup Kitchen on North 27th doing the construction project over a million dollars okay big significant one there too open in uh, july as well yeah. all right very good they got a lot of demand there they got a lot of demand there uh real quick robin uh this weekend what? we are we off. off we Spring are preempted right. yeah but we've got podcasts you can listen to if you want to catch up on local business news all right very good thank you robin day we appreciate it we'll talk to you next week all right take 22 grab a break we're at caleb sports coming up next on klin Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm meteorologist Malcolm Byron. Find someone who makes you as happy as this guy does. When he says... Touchdown, Nebraska! It's time to go one-on-one with the voice of the Huskers, Greg Sharp. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. And assuming there are some touchdowns, 
We get to hear him say that once again in the next uh, 48 plus hours with Spring Game Weekend coming right up here. And Greg Sharp will be on the call back to uh, a little taste of football season. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing today? Jack, I'm good. It might be a little more muted than that. I, you know, sometimes I feel bad for our defense if our <laughs> offense scores. But certainly looking forward to being at the stadium on Saturday. Touchdown, Nebraska! Yeah, that was a bad play here, but it was yeah, this play here. Yeah, you probably got to save the fall enthusiasm <laughs> for uh, for Minneapolis here at this for point. Dion. Yeah, oh, for Dion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. By the way, okay, I want to talk about the spring game, but man, that can, can you believe just. How much this Nebraska Colorado thing is taken? Like they're talking about it on PTI now. At this point, I mean, I love it. It's all kinds of fun, but I can't believe this thing blew up without the, either of the coaches. I think directly trying to make it blow up. But remember, Nebraska is irrelevant. Yes, we're, we're an irrelevant program, and yet something that's really so minor and really wasn't even accurate becomes a PTI storyline. Crazy, isn't it? It was. I mean, it was crazy to read into it. Like it got read into, and yeah. when rule is essentially, I mean, for those who missed it, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but somebody, you know, kind of asked about the transfer portal, which is opening back up, and rule said something to the effect of, I'm not concentrating on that right now. I'm focusing on the guys that we've got here right at the moment. But obviously, rule wasn't rep- repudiating the transfer portal. He used it plenty in the last few months to bring a whole bunch of guys in. He will continue to use it. I don't know how you create that into any sort of a slight. You've got to, you've got to uh, knot yourself into uh, something ridiculous to make that happen, Greg. And for Mike Wilbon to use the word sanctimonious <laughs> to, in reference to Matt Rule, Matt Rule's being sanctimonious because he's added oh, 17 geez. players. Like, what? Yeah. He, he, of course he is, but he's talking about Hank putting his attention on his guys right now on this team. Oh, it's just crazy. He's talking about, I mean, Frankly, I think, Greg, what he was talking about was the fact that they're still in their spring practice right now. Correct. And Correct. and they've got a spring game coming up Saturday. I guarantee the transfer portal is going to be active going out and coming in over the course of the next few days after Saturday. And he'll be interested in that. But what There's a, no question. What and, a and weird way got, to make a mountain out of a molehill. It's just sure bizarre. And, and Matt's got guys on his staff that have been analyzing what's happened this week. I mean, he's watching who's out there. And of course. If, if player X might be a good fit here, maybe we should contact him. It, yeah, it was not a repudiation of the transfer portal. It's so you have to, you can't do that right now. Basically, no. um, what are you? What are you excited to see? What are you curious about as you as you're preparing here for the spring game on Saturday? Where will your eyes go first uh, when you get a chance to finally see this team in action again? Well, I said this on a couple places. You know, obviously it's going to be great to be in the stadium and see see the Huskers and watch different players. I'm really excited for the Frank Solich part of the weekend, too. I just think that's going to grab a ton of the headlines. But, you know, I think I'm anxious for people to see Jeff Sims and, and what he brings to the table as a quarterback. And I think that they're going to make the quarterbacks live, so they're not going to put green jerseys on them. They're going to be allowed to be hit. And I think that's exciting for people to see that and see the, the maturation of Heinrich Harburg at quarterback for Nebraska. And then, you know, just some of these new players on the defensive side of the ball, like uh, Chief Borders, who mm-hmm. has maybe the, one of the best names in college Absolutely. football. See what he looks like, just kind of size him up a little bit. So, And I also like the fact that it looks like, and we haven't got confirmation, he, Matt's going to meet with the media later today, maybe we'll get it then, but that it's going to be the ones against the ones and the twos against the twos, and that should make for some pretty competitive snaps to watch as the crowd uh, sits in their seats on Saturday. 
I know that, you know, a coach doesn't necessarily want to play their full hand in the spring game. Wasn't it a few years? We we all expected a few years ago, we expected Nebraska to come out in a 3-4 and it was the 4-3 and they didn't show any of it. But do you think we'll kind of, do you think we'll get a feel of what the rule Satterfield offense is kind of going to look like and how it's going to differ from what the last few years have been like based on the spring game? Oh, I kind of doubt it. I just think, <laughs> you know, these coaches are so worried about yeah putting something on tape and BTN's going to have a live broadcast and you know yeah. the PJ Black and and Neon are going to be watching and taking notes on what they do in formations what they throw out there so I doubt a lot of that uh you know but I, I think the fact that you know they're going to play kind of quote real football and tackle and hit to the ground and I think that'll be exciting but yeah I almost I also think that he's going to throw a wrinkle in there and I don't know what it is but I think he'll do something to kind of you get everybody talking, whether it's a fullback trap or yep. something, you know, just to get everybody fired up. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think you're right, and and the obvious thing. I think as well is that the first thing people look at, at least the fans, is, are going to be the quarterback. And I think, you know, it's hard it, when you ask the question that I asked. It's it's hard for anybody to answer other thing when you've got a brand new quarterback and you haven't seen a person who very well could be your starter coming into the year. Is who Jeff Sims is exactly? And and for me, Greg, and I'm curious what you think. Like, I still don't know. I know there's film out there from Georgia Tech, but I don't know if he's going to feel like a runner, you know, just like a a big strider, a run first type option. I know he's six three. Is he going to look like? I don't. I kind of don't know what his comp is going to be like. Like what to even expect out of him for this thing. And that, for me, at least, is probably the thing I'm most excited about seeing and kind of figuring out about him. And, and rightfully so. And I think you're going to be impressed. I mean, he is a physically good looking athlete, and he really runs well. He's got a different kind of a throwing motion, and I don't really quite know how to describe it. It's, okay. just, it's just a different kind of angle where the ball comes out of his hands. But I, that part, I know people are really going to be excited to see. And, and he, the coach is really excited about Jeff. And, you know, he's got a big leg up on this competition because he's been out there. I mean, Casey has not. And so I'm not saying Casey can't catch him and pass him in August because he certainly could. But Jeff's going to leave spring with a, a pretty good hold on this job. Uh, but it's an incomplete gray because he hasn't had to go against the starter from last year in Casey Thompson. But I think you're going to be intrigued. I think all Oscar fans will be intrigued by seeing Jeff because yeah. he's he's a really tall guy. I mean, it, it's it's going to stand out how, how how much taller he is than some of the guys we've had out there in the past at quarterback. And, and and you'll learn more, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on the running back room, at least going into the spring game. We've heard a lot about Gabe Irvin. I've I've, I've noticed, like, in a lot of the videos, Ramir Johnson is playing kind of a forward role. These, guys, these are guys that I feel like we haven't really seen play much for almost two years, but they're still on the roster. And then add in A.J. Allen and, and Anthony Grant, and you've got at least four guys right there, depending on how they use them, that could be real significant contributors. Some of them also may not be here when it comes to the fall. What are your thoughts on that running back battle and how that sets up going into the spring game? Deepest room on the team. Wow. I mean, it, is, it is the deepest position for Nebraska. They like all those guys. I'm glad Ramirez poster has been removed from the post office because he was missing yep. in action last year. And, and that's hard to explain why he was. But he, he looks good. This staff really appreciates his talents. They love the work ethic of Gabe Irvin. AJ's been bothered by some nagging injuries, so he has missed some practice time. But they also really know the explosiveness that he has. And it's hard to argue with what we saw from Anthony Grant last year, nearly a 1,000-yard rusher, tough, gritty kid. Uh, so with the four of them, you feel like, man, that is a stacked room. And I think the coaches really like what they have 
and what they inherited in that room. And if you go back and think about the recruiting process, they really didn't go very hard after running backs once they took over this team in, in late uh, November, early December, because they felt like they had some really good players in that room. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned at the outset the Frank Solich thing, and I don't know how much you know about kind of what the program is going to be like, but what do you expect that atmosphere, kind of the, the feel to be like with Frank Solich back in the house on Saturday? I, I think it's going to be great. Uh, I think they're going to they're going to do a thing at halftime with him. And, and spoiler alert, we do have Trev Alberts tonight on Sports Alley for his monthly show. And and Trev alluded to last month that that there's still there's some other special announcement that's going to come out in the spring game. I don't know if we'll get more information about that tonight. Mm. He saves uh, those up for you, Greg. So he, I, I think he does. I think he puts them in his drawer and then pulls it out and goes, "Oh, I got my show tonight. Okay, yeah, I want to I want to hit this deal." Uh, so, you know, what's that going to be like? I, so don't, you know, you're not going to want to go get your, you know, your, your popcorn at halftime. You're going to want to sit in the seats and, and watch the yeah. ceremony for Frank. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what kind of re- reception you you got from your listeners on, on new Herbie. It's been pretty close to unanimously new old Herbie. That is, it's been pretty close to unanimously positive for me. How about you? Yep, absolutely. I think people loved even the logos that came out with the different apparatuses for different sports. I think that was kind of intriguing for people to see. And that's going to be a pretty cool moment, too, is they're going to uh, unveil the the actual mascot on Saturday. And so he's going to come charging out of one of the tunnels. And so I think that'll be cool to, to see that. And, you know, I'm not real superstitious. I think you're probably more along the line. <laughs> Why would you say that, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people feel like the curses are being lifted around here with Frank and a new and and blonde Herbie coming. Weird, back. yeah. Somebody tried to do that unsuccessfully a year ago. Now they're really doing it for the spring game. Uh, we're still taking credit if it happens. By the way, uh, I know you'll be busy with football this weekend, but let's talk a little bit about about baseball. Um, and and let let's start. Just I, boy, it it seems to me, and and this is at the risk of sounding very obvious, but man, this is a huge. If you could come out with two and one against Iowa this weekend, boy, it would put the Huskers in a in a pretty good position in the conference right now. Sure would. I mean, they go into the weekend a half a game ahead of Indiana in the standings. I think Indiana has their bye week this week, so they're going to sit at nine and three all week. So if the Huskers could go two and one, like you just laid out. They would also leave the weekend at nine and three and would still be tied for first place. Iowa's really good. Iowa also, like Nebraska, has got work to do to build an NCAA resume. So they're going to be fired up and ready for this series. So it's a three games, huge games. And uh, sorry, I'm going to miss it because I'm football yeah. this weekend. But uh, yeah, big, big games. And, and, you know, I think this is a team that's, God, they're so fun to watch because of all the offense that they display and two legitimate All Americans and Bryce yeah. and Max and, uh, so th- this is a giant series. Uh, the guys know it. Uh, they were hoping to build some momentum Tuesday, and we're darn near close to cracking that game open when the weather stopped the game against Creighton on Tuesday night. But giant series coming up this weekend. I was listening to one of the games you guys were doing last weekend, and you were talking about um, Bryce and Max kind of going back and forth, and I got a I got a McGuire Sosa feel to the whole thing. How Love it. how fun is it? Just to I mean, you feel like any time these two guys come up right now. Um, Man, it's got it's a legit like I'm getting Maris Mantle. Yeah, or maybe that. It's yeah, at least they're on the same team. It's like a it's like a 50-50 shot of going out of the yard especially with Bryce right now. What's uh, you just you haven't had this feel with a couple of individuals offensively on this team, Greg. I don't know, maybe even hard, almost since you've been calling games. I don't want to overstate it, but what do you think? 
Yeah, first of all, great reference by Caleb from the top rope. That was impressive <laughs> with the Mantle Maris pull. Uh, yeah, and those two guys, when when they hit one, as they're rounding the bases, they're looking for the other guy in the dugout or the on deck circle, and they're pointing. So it is. It's because it's like That's it's awesome. on. Who's going to win this battle? Jack, I think it's the best offense Nebraska's had since the 05 team. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. And that was a great, that was a great, great Husker team yep. in 05. Obviously, Gordon was a big part of that offense. And, uh, but yeah, that, that these two guys are going and they're, they're feeding off of each other. And that's what's really cool to see is that they're, one, they're rooting on, but they're also wanting to be the top dog on the team. And it's just been so much fun to watch. Greg, it feels like a pretty well rounded team. Like, what do they need to shore up the most to get to the point that they're really a you know a postseason worthy team here of of maybe going on a run when it all comes together late? Yeah, they just they do. I mean, they they pitch it pretty well. They've got their bullpen kind of figured out. Uh, you know, last weekend Emmett didn't have a great start. It's the first time really all year he didn't pitch real well, and yet they found a way to win on Friday without him pitching well. And I think they're optimistic that they'll get Kamiska back this weekend. He they shut him down. At, a little bit of a tired arm, and I think they felt like just give him a weekend off, and, and I think that will help him out moving forward. They they field it pretty well. Now, they made a couple of errors against Creighton the other night, and, and they kind of get in these midweek fogs, which yeah. is, that's really why that they are where they are in the RPI is because of some dropped games in midweek. But if they go and can win the conference or win the conference tournament and both of those are in play, they're going to be in the NCAA tournament. I'm convinced of that. Okay. Well, that was my going to be my next question: Is does the schedule give them enough opportunities to get their RPI up? Uh, assuming that's going to be important in in a way where we aren't really in doubt, like even to the point where you could win the regular season conference or the regular season uh, title and still kind of be on the bubble here. Yeah, I think if you win the regular season, you're going to get in the NCAA okay. tournament. I don't think you can keep them out of that. Okay. And this weekend and the Maryland weekend are two big RPI possibilities for them to go get and they need some help they need some help from teams that they played earlier the season to, to start putting up some wins the south alabamas the san diegos those teams to to play well down the stretch to kind of help elevate them up but yeah, there's still opportunities ahead for them and i mean they still have 20 games left in the season so there's still a good chunk of this yeah. thing to go including one game where they've got the bases loaded and no outs late in the game I like that. <laughs> That's a good place. It's a good place to start. Let's get some runs out of that one. Hey, Greg, best of luck on the call. We'll be uh, we'll be listening to you this weekend for the spring game, and we'll talk about what happened next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Greg Sharp, voice of the Huskers and Sports Nightly. You can hear Trev Alberts with him tonight, starting at six, right here on KLIN. It's eight fifty three. We'll wrap up the show after this on KLIN. My meteorologist Malcolm Byron. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. Oh, my goodness. SpaceX's Starship unmanned flight that was supposed to take off today. They delayed it a little bit. It ended up, we turned it off because I thought they weren't going to. It just took off in about four minutes into it, completely blew up in the air. Unmanned flight. But, com- I mean, it exploded in the air. Here's how it's being described. Oh, my gosh. It experienced rapid, unscheduled disassembly. <laughs> it blew the heck up. It The cause of the explosion and failure of the separation, not immediately known. Apparently, it was supposed to have one of the engines, you know, 
take off one of the boosters go take fall off right uh-huh. at that point lose weight at that point started to tumble down and just oh my goodness that's insane you're going to be seeing a lot of that today i'll tell you that right now uh-huh uh wow that's a lot this is a huge rocket by the way a gigantic rocket one of the biggest ones that that has ever been sent up like this and it was going to test out on the system's performance, which they were going to use for future development. And guess it's back to the drawing board at this point. <laughs> Holy cow. Look that up. Look up the video if you didn't see it. It's going to be all over today. All right. That's it for the show. Tomorrow's Request Line Friday. Uh, right now is the time. Text in the song that you want to hear. It's whatever you want. General, no restrictions, no theme. 402-479-1400 is the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline. And so you can text in the song you want to hear as long as we can play it on the radio. And tomorrow you also have your chance to win free pizza. This is Da Vinci's partners with us for Request Line Friday during the month of April to celebrate their 45th anniversary. Listen for that keyword tomorrow. We'll see you then. It's 9 o'clock. KLI and Lincoln.